Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast, episode number four. Today we have the contractor's contractor, Brian Adams, and he's going to tell you how to keep the main thing the main thing, and that's called profit. Don't win the race to the bottom by lowering your prices. Stay tuned for some great info. Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Cavanaugh, and our co-host, Steve Rockwell. We also have a special guest here from the Ask the Masters podcast, Rick Chafee, who is in Arizona. Hi, hello, everyone. How are you? Good. And we're very excited today to have a special guest, the contractor's contractor, Brian Adams. Hello, everybody. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. Tell us a little bit about your back, uh, your back, uh, background. Tell us a little bit about your background, Brian, because I went to your website and to your pages, and I just want to see, you know, how'd you get into this, and and what took you where you are now. See if I can remember the lies. Yes, right. <laughs> man, I was like, uh, when I left, I left California, uh, left North Carolina at the age of uh, seventeen. You know, quit school and moved out here for a lot of different reasons. My mom was out here, but. You know, I ended up quitting school at 16 and 17, got a job at McDonald's. A buddy of mine said, dude, you either got to learn a real trade where you can support yourself or you got to go back to school. And I wasn't going back to school. So I ended up in the construction, hardwood flooring, actually, uh, and loved it. I mean, it was the first thing that really made me feel good about myself because at the end of the day, you worked hard, you were sweaty, you had dust on you. And you could look at the end of the day and say, man, look what I did. I've accomplished something. And the pay was good. So I was, you know, I was like, man. So I ended up, you know, just, you know, staying in it. I almost say I almost got trapped in it. But uh, it's, it, so you master the trade, you know, uh, bought some tools. My, you know, you're, everybody, all your friends know what you do. So they're asking you to do these side jobs. You do a couple of side jobs and you make more money in one weekend than you make all month working for the company you're working for. So you, like myself, I say, you know, I ended up becoming a jerk. Uh, probably, you know, the D word. And I don't know if I ended up quitting or ended up getting fired, but, you know, you, you think you bought some tools. So now you think you're in business for yourself. You, you know, you, you do what you're supposed to do. You get your license and now you've run out of friends to do work for. So you end up thinking now what? Uh, right. so I, I struggled for a long time and ended up, fortunately, uh, I worked for a guy. I was doing some work on his house and he never seemed to leave. And I was like, man, dude, when do you work? He said, I'm working right now. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you know, he says, I have to be there. It's not a business. It's a job. And I was like, okay, now I'm even more confused. <laughs> and so I said, tell me what you're talking about. He says, do you really want to know or am I wasting my time? I was like, dude, I'm working like 80 hours a week. I do everything. You know, you know, I, I say I'm making all these sacrifices for the ones I love, but in reality, the ones I love are the ones being sacrificed. I'm not spending any time with them. Uh, you know, so he explains what business is and all this other stuff and gives me these books to read. I don't know how to read. So I buy the cassette tapes. And so I'm listening to them all the time. He tells me the seminars and the people, I mean, everything that he said, do I did and ended up getting, you know, my own business coaches and stuff to, to really learn. And I, and I tell people I was fortunate enough to know, you know, since I quit school at such a young age, I, I was smart enough to know how dumb I was and that I knew I had to get the answers somewhere else because I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing. And I, you know, as, I didn't want to get comfort because I was living better than the majority of my relatives growing in, you know, in North Carolina who were living off food stamps. So I was better than that. And they thought I was successful, but in my mind's eye, I'm working 80 hours a week to pay bills. That's not successful. That's not what I got into it for. And so I was, you know, took that journey and able to, you know, so now, you know, I ended up writing the book for contractors only. You've mastered your trade now, master your, your business. And uh, so that's it in a nutshell. Well, I think we're going to find right now is, as being someone that went through an economic downturn the last time this happened, I think that's when most people start figuring out how they have to learn how to manage their business. I, I ran my business for years and we did millions of dollars worth of work and thought we knew everything about how to run a business, but we never ran our business either. It was running yeah. us. We were running around in circles. We had cash coming in. We had more cash going out. We weren't doing the math. Um, the market slowed down. We kept getting what we thought was more work or keeping ourselves alive. But I think this is the uh, this is the test point for most contractors as we roll through what's coming, which we don't even know what that is specifically yet, especially in construction. We've been kind of insulated a little bit from this impact of the COVID virus because we've been allowed to be essential and keep working. But that's, that's when everybody starts to have to figure out how to run their business instead of letting it run them. And it, it's, it's quite a task to start paying attention to cash flow and income and, 
income statements and what your expenses are and start controlling expenses when you it's been pretty easy to be a construction contractor by either either an employee or or a uh, owner of a business for quite so many years again that we're starting to forget how much effort it takes to pay attention to the bottom line it is i, I, was, I did a, a call last saturday and went over like 13 things you should be doing right now but as bad as it is or bad as it seems this will end up being the best thing that's ever happened to a lot of these contractors i remember 2007 2008 when the market took a dump so many of these contractors went out of business that shouldn't have been in business anyway so at the end of it and it just opens up so many doors for legitimate contractors or guys who really want to tighten the belt up or run the business like you were saying rick has learned the numbers man you got to know your numbers you got to know the numbers but and if you man, if you watch or, or listen to the, more of these podcasts and educate yourself right now you come out the other side man it's to where you benefit from this i mean there's you know you're going to have the cash there's going to be because it, it, the last couple of years it's been hard to find decent employees uh, you got to have a system for finding these employees anyway, but, and, and I always say never hire people when you need them, but you're going to be able to pick and choose now. I mean, when, when this, when the smoke clears, if you're in the right position and, and, and listening to these podcasts and talking to uh, guys like Dave and Rick and Michelle is, is now you're able, the smoke is cleared. You're the guy, you're the, the go-to, you're the, you're the guru of your industry. So Brian, the story that you told, uh, about owning a job and and uh, working 80 hours a week is a story that I see retold time after time after time uh, on our pool service forums. Uh, guys are out there working seven days a week, taking every job they feel they have to. Uh, they feel that uh, they can't set their own prices. Their prices are set by the market and they have to compete with the lowest yep. common denominator price-wise. And so there are, I, I think more than, than any segment of our industry, there, there's a, the pool service part of it really is struggling right <coughs> now. Man, I don't know, just stop me when I've talked too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I, I, every contractor that I work with, I beg them. And, and when I first, when I first wrote this book for contractors only, the title was no more free estimates. <laughs> and I got so, <laughs> I got so much blowback from contractors thinking I was trying to put them out of business that I literally had to change the title. I'm like, dude, read the book. You can't start yeah. off not you can't start off charging for estimates, but that's your end goal you, is you've got to make yourself the Bob Villa of your trade in your area and, and be that guru. Uh, and it's not overnight, but you've got to set that goal. You've, I've got my contractors on Facebook doing Facebook Live at least in minimum three a day. I said, there's no reason. You show up at 7 a.m., you say, ah, man, you know, happy homeowners. Here I am with Dave's pool service, and here's what we're going to do today. We're at this neighborhood. We're going to try to do this. That's a two- to three-minute video. Yep. And then the way you tag it and do this other stuff, boom, lunchtime. Hey, we're taking lunch. Look how much we've got done. You're educating the client, all of that. Uh, at the end of the day, you've got that much done. At the end of the project, every project should be its own little home makeover movie. You put them together, the video, you've got a video testimonial from that client, you've got a, sometimes it's three minutes, sometimes it's seven minutes, maybe it's a little bit more depending on how much you're doing. Hell, you could be building the whole house, but that's why these home makeover movies and reality TV shows do so well. And now you've got a captive audience. Nobody can leave their house. You should really be blowing it up. Uh, I'm, I'm telling contractors right now, if you, you can still be doing these Facebook live, man, take the camera, take your phone. That's a better camera than any of us have ever had ever. So don't give me that shit about, I don't have the right proper equipment like BS right. and go out to your van and, and, and do a Facebook live saying, Hey, we're not working right now, but I'm recleaning everything, uh, disinfecting it, whatever. Here's how I set my van up. Here's this tool. This is what I use this tool. There's no reason not to still be in front of clients. So if you're doing those Facebook lives, Video testimonial is the number one thing all of us should be doing every job. Uh, bag them if you have to, I don't care. Start off with your friends giving a, a video testimonial. Get them on your website. That's the first thing they should see when guys are building websites. The first thing I want the client to see when they get to the website is you saying hello, welcome. Make that personal connection with them. Build a report instantly. Let them know what's on the website, where to look for. Don't let them get lost. Immediately underneath there is the video testimonials. 
uh, I mean, it just, it, it, it's on and on and on. The video content on how to do it. I mean, I've, and I, everything I ask contractors is, to do is, is things that I've done since 19 freaking 84 and, and, and grown up in this industry. Uh, you know, like years ago, it's like, you know, I would give an estimate. Uh, I seen a lady put it on top of two other estimates. I'm driving home going, shit, she's going to put two or three more estimates on top of my estimates. And it's one little stupid piece of paper. So I'm like, man, so a buddy of mine was a printer. So he, he ended up printing these, uh, uh, these uh, man, this is like old school. This is the last one I have left. Uh, it was a, a, a presentation folder. Yes. It was, it I remember really those. Nice. Yeah. And so, so, so now I put the, uh, the, I put the estimate in it. And so it looks a little bit better, but it, it looks kind of stupid this big ass presentation folder with one piece of paper in it. So I was like, man, what, you know, so now I got before and after pictures I'm sticking in there. I got uh, my insurance and license and crap that you never get to use anyway. I feel that. And so now it's filled up with good looking stuff. But, and, and I had always asked clients to ask, you know, they would write out a testimonial for you. So that would go in there, but some of them would say no. So we got to where, you know, we would do this, uh, work completion, client satisfaction error questionnaire. So I'd give them that at the end of the job to see how we were doing. So they would check outstanding on everything. And at the bottom, they could write something and add a page to it. So then I could fill that up. With, so I had something, this was, you know, late eighties, mid nineties, all of that stuff. Uh, so, so as it progressed, you know, it was, we just moved into the camera area, you know, it had that eight millimeter thing websites and internets that shit didn't exist uh but when it did we were ready uh right. that's what you you've got to be ready so now all those convince, things you, sorry go, go ahead dave so now all those things you talked about that you used to do on paper can be done online now exactly yes. it's so much easier so i tell these guys it's like you, and you don't get to cry poor how it's like you don't get to complain about it because it was a hundred times worse back then i mean <laughs> have you convinced service guys do you think brian to not lower their prices because that is what, and just like Dave said, I hear this all the time too, not just in California, all over. They're all struggling and trying to, they just keep lowballing each other. And then of course, everybody's charging these low prices and they can't, you can't run a business like that. How do you, what do you yeah, say who, to them to convince them to stop doing that? Yeah, who, who wants to win a race to the bottom? What's that about? <laughs> uh, I, I did a whole video on never lower your price. It's on my YouTube channel. I saw that. Yeah, but it was, it, and that was the whole thing is like, uh, you know, Ruth's Chris or uh, Steakhouse, you know, as, as much as you pay for a steak there, never get a complaint. Maybe, you know, one out of a hundred thousand people complain about the service or the steak. You go to Sizzlers, it's like 80% of the people complain about the steak. So one, we have to, the same way I have to educate a homeowner on the job that we do, uh, what we're trying to help contractors do, we have to educate them and, 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 and explain to them that as you're the, the person who's going to ask you to lower that price, they're the same people who are going to pick you apart at the end of it. And you're going to halfway through the job, you're going to be looking, how do I save money now? I, I took this job at a price I shouldn't have took it. And you're going to try to cut corners and the whole thing spirals out of control to where you're better off if you never had left the house and did the job. And this is my advice to everybody in every business. You want to make profit. I mean, one, keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is always profit. At the end of the day, it's profit, 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 profit. So every job you want to make profit. I would rather you lose money on a project and have the client a raving fan. Because at the end of the day, you do a project for someone, you may make a $100 profit, you may get a $10,000 profit, which is fine. But if that, if you can't, years ago, I think early 99, 2001, I wrote a book, Customer or Client, How'd You Treat Your Last Sale? Turn each client into your, uh, your best salesperson for life. If that's, if at the end of the project, if that person is not a raving fan, telling everybody that they know about you, how great you are, then the job was almost for nothing. Because that profit that you did make, whether it's a thousand or ten thousand, you're going to spend. It's going to be gone, and that's it. But if you have that client that loves you for life, and they're consistently telling about you, that's money that's going to. That's that's man. That's better than the stock market because it's going to always grow. So we have to educate contractors that like all you're doing is you're not saving money. You're not getting money. You're not winning that project right now. Your 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 future projects are being devastated. 
and oh my God, every one of you guys have heard this. Boy, if you can give me your best numbers on this job, I've got a lot of work coming up for you later. I'm like, bullshit. I'm gonna give you the number <laughs> I give everybody right now and every job you bring me, I'll give you 10% of that project. Matter of fact, you can quit what you're doing and go to work for me right now bringing in projects and we'll all make a lot of money. <laughs> but I fell for it. I mean, the same thing is, I've done so much extra work on a project and I'm sure in the pool industry is like with hardwood flooring and they want these inlays and these borders and special, you know, colors. And at the end of the day, all you've done is feed your ego. It looks great, but it doesn't put any extra money in the bank. I'm like, quit feeding your ego, feed your bank <laughs> to where you do all that. And it's like, you've got it. And when you've done what we're talking about, the videos, and when you become the Bob Villa in your neighborhood, and here in, you're in Orange and you're in Marietta, so you know KFI AM 640 AM talk radio station, biggest radio station in, the, in the, maybe the world, definitely the nation. Saturday and Sunday mornings, there's a, the house whisperer where he's this general contractor. And I love listening to every show he does because he gives so much great information to where I don't care if you're doing hardwood flooring or pools or a painter, you could start your own broadcast right now and oh my God, I'm all over the place. But it kills me because we, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, we would have killed to be, have a, a commercial on television. Mm -hmm. There's no way I could have ever even thought about spending that kind of money and being in front of those people to where now Facebook and YouTube and Instagram is free. It doesn't get any better than free. It's like, it Brian, will you, will you film it for me? No, you got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh my God. So you could have your own show to where you're educating the homeowner every day, every week with, with little nuggets on, you know, you know, how to add stuff to the water to keep it where it should be. Every, I mean, there's enough stuff that you could be doing uh, to work. When you become that guru, when you become the house whisperer, they don't expect you to give a free estimate. You can charge them for the consultation because, I mean, if you've been doing any trade longer than five years, 10 years, the money that you can save a homeowner, the thousands of dollars you can save a homeowner just consulting with them for 45 minutes to an hour, and you can't get $100 for that, $150 for that. But what it does is if they're willing to give you $150 to spend time with them, you know they're legitimately thinking about doing the project. And I, I beg every contractor to write their own book on their trade. And some of the trades, you could write two or three different books on what it is. And you could write it. I mean, if, again, if you've done this more than five years, you know enough, you've answered enough questions that you could sit down and type it out as quick as you can type. Maybe you hire someone to type it out and you just talk to them. But yep. and, and it doesn't, you take, you say you take 10 pieces of computer paper, you fold them together. That's a 20 page booklet, but it makes you the authority on, on your subject. Yep. It automatically here, builds credibility. And they can download it for free. You can run your ads to where you're getting their information. Download this for free. Just give us your email address, all of that stuff. And when you've done those things, you hold yourself, you've changed yourself mentally. And this is what we got to do. You've got to change yourself mentally because the better you become, the better everything becomes. And that starts with your mindset. You've got to change your mindset to where you hold yourself to such a higher standard. You are insulted when they ask you to come down on your price. Now, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's key. When you get pool service yeah. guys and you get pool guys that get super busy, they, they start paying attention to how do they get the jobs done faster instead of yep. jobs the right way. And yeah. easily, but what you start to have to learn when you get a hundred customers is what you need to figure out is how do you keep 50 of those customers and charge them twice as much money, mm -hmm. right? So, and that, that's a process. It takes time. And I think in the service industry, they get very, very engulfed in the fact that, well, if I get 10 more customers, that's, that, that's that much more money. What happens is they start cutting corners with the other hundred customers. Yep. And then they start losing their, their influence with those customers and they stop doing the work that they used to do that made the customer hire in the first place. And I think there's a lot of different aspects to what you're, you know, taking all these different layers with, with the communication tools we have nowadays. I see online when I watch some of these forums, I got all these clients pissed off. They're like, have you even been here? I don't know you've been here. How does a client not know you've serviced their pool when you have their email, Facebook, text? Like if you're in and out of there, you should have an automated system already though. You've been there. How long you've been there? What you did the pool it sends them a text message. They know you're on site. Remember in the old days, we used to stick a flyer on the skimmer lid or something. So they knew you're there. But nowadays you have instant communication at any location. And yet, like you said, these contractors are not using those aspects of their business and they need to separate themselves. You can charge more for what you're doing if you're doing more. You can't just charge more because you think you can. You have to literally start showing them and you have to build, if you've got 50 clients, 
Start building the top 10 of those clients. Start working on them. Start making them understand you better. Start providing them higher levels of service. Start raising your prices on those as, as much as they'll take. And then start filtering off the ones, like you said, that are the ones that called you earlier and said, hey, you know, I'm not using my pool much this summer. Can you charge me less? Hey, I'm going to use, or this winter, I'm not using it much. Can you charge me less money or can we service twice a month? Put them on the list. That's the list of the clients you're going to give away. Give them to your enemies. Let, let somebody else buy that list off you. But you have to start figuring out how to separate yourself from every other guy out there pushing pool poles around so you can charge more money. Yep. And you have to make sure that you're the expert, though. Like you said, if you can't influence stuff online, you can do Facebook Live, you can do all those things. But when you meet that client, if you can't answer their questions, if you're not an expert in the chemicals, if they've got an ozone system, Dave, and they, you come up to their job site and they want to ask you a question about ozone and, and you're just a, kind of a dope about that stuff and you can't answer the questions, they're never going to pay you more money. But if you actually come to their site and see that it's not even operating right, it should be scheduled different, the pumps are not set up correctly, the first thing you do is reorganize their system and make their system better. They're going to start counting on you. But also, I think the biggest thing we do in failure of, of a contractor, every contractor I've ever seen fail, whether they're service, construction, you know, design, is lack of communication. They do not communicate with the client. They want to run in, run out. They want to be there two minutes if they need to be. Hope the client doesn't know how short they were there or what have you. They need to, they need to change that mindset. They need to communicate with the client. They need to inform them of what's going on. They need to give them updates by Facebook or or text messages saying, hey, summer's coming. We need to do some boost your pool. The lack of uh, every pool, we, we don't service pools anymore, but we're a pool builder. We watch, mm -hmm. I go to my pools that are two, three years old that a service guy's working on. I walk in the equipment sets. Some of these are pretty good size equipment sets. And I can see $10,000 worth of stuff I could have sold a client over the, over the last couple of years that needs maintenance, warranty, changing out, even like changing out hose, peristaltic pumps, basic stuff that they're not even managing that if they, if they wanted to, they would sell those parts and sell that service in addition to the $75 fee they just char charged them. And they just completely overlook those things. They have to invent ways to make money from the right clients and get rid of all the bad clients they can. Hey Rick, and you, you mentioned answering those questions. I tell contractors all the time is Google yourself, Google your industry, because your neighborhood right there, because that's what, that's what the client is doing. They're going online and they're Googling it and for whatever reason, when they read it on the internet, they think it's right. So when you give an answer that's different than what's on the internet, you're the liar. Yep. So you've got. So when they're asking questions, you've got to be the ones going, "Hey, if you ask that question on the internet, if you go to Google and search that, you're going to see this three or four times. And here's why that is not true. And now you become the authority. Yes, but, great but idea. When, that's a great idea. But when you just answer in a different way than what they just read, I mean. If they do it to doctors, you think they're not going to do it to a, a construction guy? <laughs> they're, they're telling doctors, you're, that's not right. On the internet, it said this. I mean, the doctors must want to shoot their, blow their brains out. <laughs> and they're going to listen to us? No, they read it on the internet. We're, we're lying. We're, we're trying to take advantage of them. We're giving, it's like, no. It's, and they're going there to search. You need to be the, Google is the number one search engine in the world. YouTube is the number two search engine yep. in the world owned by Google. There's, and that's, it, it's all free. So for you not to be posting it and putting your answers there is just, you're, you're not taking advantage of it. I want to talk about hiring real quick because we have people that are on our Facebook group that are posting comments about the types of things they want to learn about and hiring was certainly one of them. So Brian, I want to just, just touch on that if I can. I, when do you get to a point when did you realize, you said you started out just like the, these pool guys are that are just one polars. You were one guy do, out there working. When did you decide it was time to scale your business? And then what did you do? You know, who's the first person you hired and how did you kind of go through that process? Yeah, so it's uh, like, it's the same thing. You, you, you take on as much work as you can do and you're making the money and then you take on a, a job that is like no way you can do it or get it done in time or it's too much so you hire someone so then you you, you end up with a part-time worker and then you try to get enough work and he becomes a full-time worker and then you lose work so he's back to a part-time worker and you can't keep an employee like that so one i always tell people that your employees suck because you suck plain and simple <laughs> i mean there's 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 no data about it i mean it's like who's gonna who's gonna freaking work for you so you, one, you got to have a company that someone wants to work for. I mean, all of that. I mean, it, there's no, everything is connected to everything. And to think there's a, a, a one trick pony or one bullet that, that solves that, that it, it's not. You've got to consistently work yourself out of the position you're in right now. And uh, so one, it's like, 
when people call up, they're hiring the business. They're hiring the business to build a pool or clean a pool or do the construction. They don't know too much unless they go online and research it. But so that business sends out the employees to get the work done. And most of the time, the business and the people doing the work is that same one person guy. So you need, first, I really think even before you hire a helper, you almost need to hire an office manager. And most of the time, that's going to be your wife. She has to answer that phone and you got to have a set set of questions. So you're weeding out the people who aren't real, but you've got, first of all, you've got to start generating enough work that you can hire someone full time and you've got to train that person. And that's the problem is like, I always say, don't hire people when you need them because you end up taking whoever shows up and the crackheads and the drug addicts. And, and now and you're only as good as your employees are. So you, you've got to have your employee manual. And right now, if you're not working, you should be writing it. Uh, and, and it's simple. The employee manual is just what you expect out of them. If they don't know what you expect out of them, how they, how do they know how to act? And most, most people are not like us. One, we're working for ourselves. So something is wrong with us anyway, <laughs> but we're in construction. We're up at freaking 4 AM. We're working until freaking nine. We're not the normal people. And we hire these guys off the street. And we're like, well, shit, I was there at four o'clock. How come they're not? We're not normal. <laughs> so we got to, <laughs> we, we almost have to train them not to be normal. <laughs> but if we don't tell them we want them there at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., we've got, so you've got to have, again, you got to have that little, that booklet and you got to go through that booklet with them. So you, they've got to, and I tell guys is, You've got to give the, you got to have a, the sign on bonuses and that's not, they don't get money. This ain't the bailout that we just signed, but you spend the first three months when you hire a new person, the first three months you have lost money. You hire this new guy, you're trying to train him. All he's doing is running back and forth to the van to grab whatever you need. And most of the time they don't even remember because they don't know what the hell you're talking about anyway. And maybe they're cleaning up. But so that first month is nothing and you're paying him. The second month is nothing and you're paying him. The third month, he starts to become a little bit of something to where the first two months you've wasted time and money training him. So, but by then they usually quit and they're freaking gone and you're frustrated. But if you can get them to stay around for three months, say, hey, you know, I'll give you $150, whatever you come up with, $200 a sign on bonus at the end of three months. You stay for six months, you get 400 or five, whatever you're, you can afford. And if you're around here for a year, you're going to get this. You've got to give them the incentive, but then you've got to give them the training. That's got to be in, everything has to be in yep. writing. I'm sorry. You know, Albert Einstein said, I don't try to remember anything that I can't write down. So <laughs> well, I try, and you're trying to feed these guys, give them that little booklet, have it all written down, let them go home that they can start reading this stuff. Maybe it's on your website. It should be on your, your page because when people are visiting your page and learning more about you, they're going to the employee section and they're reading, Oh my God, look how much training these guys do. Look what he does. All of that stuff just makes you look that much better. So, you, and then when you're writing these, you can't just call your friends and go, Hey man, who, who's out of work? The son of a bitch is out of work because nobody wants to hire you. Why do you want him? <laughs> Still, stealing from somebody else. Uh, and that's why this is a great opportunity. People will be legitimately going out of business, but you've got to learn to write the ad to where it attracts the right type of person. And then you've got yeah. to, you, you, you got to send them, you got to, the same way I make clients jump through some hoops before I even get on the phone with them. There's certain things that they have to do before I get on the phone with them. I want someone that I'm getting ready to hire. He's got to jump through the same type of hoops. He's got to answer some questions and I'll send them to a number that they listen to the recording, the recording to tell them to do something and email me this. If they can do those two or three things now, maybe it's not such a waste of time having them come in and do a one-on-one. -on -one. But if I sell them, Hey, fill out this, 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 and email it to me. If they can't follow that little bit of direction, shit, <laughs> don't waste any more time with them on to the next guy. But when you write that ad in such a way, you want to write that ad, you're selling that position the same way you write an ad to sell your services. It's just probably more important, more important. Oh. What, can we talk a little bit about your, your master business uh, coaching group that you, that you have? I know your website's contra thecontractorscontractor.com, mm -hmm. but talk about your, 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 your master group or the uh, coaching group that you have. Yeah, so it's you know, it's a master your business group coaching, and normally it's like two hundred bucks a month, and it's just it's a it's a step up from all the free stuff I offer because yeah. I mean everything is out there; they can watch it, they can learn it, and if they take action, they'll be successful. But most of the time, you know, if if watching the videos and and all that stuff was enough, everybody would be thin, rich, and happy. 
but it's not for whatever because the information's out there how to get rich how to get thin how to be happy but we're not taking the action so the group coaching is where i'm able to hold them more accountable and give them weekly uh assignments to where no man you got to get this shit done send me send me that booklet that you're working on on how to train your employees send me you know show me the video that you just did show me the video testimony so they i'm holding them accountable and the group ends up holding them accountable but we just i mean this whole covid thing is uh i'm giving a whole month for free uh to come in and just join for free and then even for the next three months we're probably going to ex extend it to for six months to where it's just 49 dollars a month to just to give these contractors a leg up and, and get the assignments, show up. we got a private group, Facebook, to where they get to hold each other accountable and talk shit to each other going, no, man, you know, you know, give them a reason. Get the video testimonial. Do the video. Why aren't you doing the videos? Where's your YouTube page? Let's look at it. What's going on? Are you tagging your videos the way you're supposed to be tagging them? Or, you know, all of that stuff. So it's like, it just, it's just a step up to where maybe they can't afford the one-on-one -on -one coaching and they're not in a position to where they're really trying to get, you know, three office guys, two sales guys, and six teams, you know, working. And like Rick said, all of those are systems that have to go into place and you start it when you're the one guy. And when you start it, when you're the one guy, when you had two guys, it's that much easier. So when you get to 20 guys, you didn't, you just don't start with 20 guys. I mean, that's, and I don't, and I'm sure they have them in the, in the, in the pool industry, but the construction industry, there is so many franchises you can buy into. I mean, the minimum price is like 50 grand to buy into. You got to have great credit. You got to have a whole bunch of money coming in, but you know, it's, the, the, the best thing about owning your own business and working for yourself is you get paid exactly what you're worth. The worst yeah, thing about exactly. working for yourself is you get paid exactly what you're worth. There's no in between. But like I said, like myself, is you buy a couple of you spend a couple of dollars on tools that you were going to buy anyway. So you really haven't invested or bought into your business. You're just doing this thing, and you just say you've got a business. So when times get tough, you don't have any kind of systems, and you quit. You go back and you find a job. When you give someone fifty grand, seventy-five grand, one hundred fifty grand, and you buy into their franchise. That's what you're buying. You're buying those systems, but you still have to work it, but at least you have those systems. What I'm saying is I help guys put all the systems are already there. We customize them to what they're doing right now, but they have to do it. There's, there's no way around it. It's, it's your mindset and you have to do it. You know, your life's successes depend on your actions and your actions alone. Nothing. You can sit around and meditate happy thoughts all freaking day long. Nothing's going to change unless you change, unless you take action. And it has to be consistent daily action. Yes. So if people are interested in that, you would go to www.thecontractorscontractor.com. You maybe take advantage of the offer that Brian's trying to give you here for those of you that want to go out. And, and I think it's really important. I have one of those as well, Brian. I'm a, a launch a particular group that, uh, you know, they keep you accountable. And that's what you yeah. need sometimes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so if you go to the, 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 the website, uh, just reach out. But you'll see where it says group coaching. You can click on that. Just don't make any kind of payment. You know, just right. reach out to me. Send me an email. Say you're interested, and we'll throw you in the group for, uh, for the whole month for free. I think one of the things we found is doing all the education side of the pool world, too, is I, I'm, I'm often blown away at how many people are in our industry at all levels um, hmm. with zero extra education you know in the service world they they got hired by 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 brian i've been servicing pools for brian brian doesn't get me an education i didn't ever never got an education on chemistry or or you know how to operate a pool and there, there's there's awesome opportunities out there to get that information and the first thing you learn when you start getting some of that information in is how much you don't know mm. and it just makes most people even even people that don't like school and learning it scares them at least into holy crap, I better really start look like I didn't realize this or that. And you know, in, in the service industry, we've got pool guys servicing pools for years and they don't even know what CPO means, which is certified pool operator, which means they've went through a two day course about chemistry and how to operate the pool and what to do. Now, mostly that's a requirement for commercial type operations, but yeah. the, the, just that general information is so, not, so much information that they don't even have. They don't understand the basics of pool service stuff and you end up with guys in the field making huge mistakes, screwing up water chemistry and not even understanding why they're doing that. And it always surprises me how many people are in our industry at large that haven't taken the five minutes to reach out and get a little bit of that information. 
Um, and once you do, you'll get more and more. And that's, that's the separator, right? That's how you walk in and can see somebody's pool that's a disaster that they've been paying. I pay this guy $30 a week. I don't know why my pool is all messed up. Well, because you're only worth $30 a week, right? And you come in there and look at it and they've got the ozone system shut off and they don't use the chemical controllers anymore and the old salt system's unplugged and thrown on the ground. And they're, you know, they, they never wanted to learn how to function the technology that's there. And I think this is, the, this is the, the world we're in now with so much online communities available, so much online learning available, you know, opportunities like what you're putting together, Brian. It, it's amazing to me how many people will just go through life with headphones on, blinders on, and they just show up today, every day to work when they could make their life so much easier if they better understood their trade. And then they would separate themselves from the other guys that are those guys. And yeah. you can easily start to charge more. You can easily start to charge to show up um, we're very similar to you. Nothing's free. I've got. A, we're doing a project right now. It's our our phase of a project, which is a massive job. It's a five million dollar part that we're doing. It's a twenty five million dollar custom project. Mm. The builder, the general contractor of that project, has been working with this client for about twelve months at this point, and so have we. That project just got put on hold. Wow. That general contractor hasn't ever charged that client a single dollar yet because mm. he's figuring he's going to build the house. So all his time, all his investments, all his detailing that he's been doing, all his project management hasn't got paid a dollar. Now on the hindsight of that, we're doing a lot of design work and project management to get our phase of that done. We've been paid six figures. Wow. Okay, that job went to a hold. Okay, I'll go put it in the hold file, but we didn't get killed because we put ourselves in a position to charge for our information, why we did it. Exactly. That's not normal in the pool industry either. Most guys would have thrown a lot of that stuff out there for free and went to 26 different site meetings. <sighs> help coordinate all that stuff and never got to charge for it. Oh my God. That's, that's the separation ah. that makes you, like you said, you're only going to make what you're worth. Well, you have to pr prove that you're worth. You can't just say, Hey, I'm worth a hundred dollars an hour. You got to show why you got to have all those reasons in your book to say, this is why if you, if you're servicing swimming pools today and you don't know what the saturation index is, you should, you should fire yourself right now. You should go <laughs> out and get an education in how yes. to do those things. That information is so broadly available. There's so many forums now, Facebook, podcasts, all these things that you can, while you're driving between jobs, while you got your headphones on pushing a pole, you can be listening to Brian's podcast yep. about how to take care of your business. You can be listening to Dave Rockwell while he's on Ask the Masters doing an hour long dissertation of how ozone systems work, why they should be used on pools, why they shouldn't be used in some other situations. Yep. And you can walk out of that with a bunch of knowledge why you're getting paid. Yeah. But guys don't do that. All they're doing is listen to hard rock, you know, and they, <laughs> and, and they're just, and they're driving between jobs. They got all this extra time and so much information we can feed from audible books to podcasts to this kind of yep. stuff we're doing today. They've got to get off their ass. They got to get an education and then they can make themselves worth a whole bunch of money. And guess what? When the market starts to take a shit, those guys still have work and they're yep. going to hold on to those 20 or 30 extra clients because they also have created a relationship with those clients. They're not just, I don't know, my pool guy's Joe or something. They know their clients. They talk to their clients. They text their clients. They give them more general information. They upgrade their pools when they're ready for them. They start creating a relationship with those guys. So now they don't want to fire them because they know them. Yeah, It's a huge impact to the service world. If you don't know your clients, they don't know who you are. The best way to know who you are, Facebook, Facebook Live. Image. They've never, some of these guys have never seen the face of their clients, right? <sighs> They met, they met the house manager if they're in high, high, high level area, California, or they met one of the owners, which was who, the person that was home that day, but it's not the person that takes care of the pool on the weekend. So they have no clue who they are. And, you know, dad gets home for the weekend. The pool doesn't look right. He goes, this freaking pool guy, fire this freaking pool guy. Get me a new pool guy. He wouldn't even know who to call. Mm -hmm. Now, if we've been texting him back and forth for the last six months about his pool and, hey, you've got a filter problem we need to take care of. Let's get that serviced. He'll know why his pool's a piece of shit when he got home from work, but right. he doesn't. So they just keep running through life. There's so much of that we've got to do differently. And it's so easy nowadays. It's, it's not anywhere near like it used to be 10 years ago when you service pools. You have direct access to every single client with a push of a button, and they have direct access to everything you've ever done in your life if you want to put it on video. And like, and like you said, there's, how long does it take to send a text message? You know, when, when I talk, when I do sales training, like an all day sales training is, is for me is, I don't care if they're calling up when it, the first time you make contact with a, a, a new lead, whether it came through Google or Facebook or referral or whatever it is, you never talk about business until you made a personal relationship with that person first, first and foremost. I don't care if you got to Google them, go to Facebook, learn something about, you have something in common with everyone you meet. It's up to you to find out what that is. But man, if you're showing up and doing, like you said, 
once a week or whatever you're cleaning. Hey, just got here, getting ready to start cleaning. Man, I would be there looking around the pool, who left a toy out, what was going on? Was it your birthday startup? I, ah, it looks like you guys had a great time this weekend. All right, we're taking off. Man, that's, that was less than a minute. That was less than a minute and you're right. doing, and you're building the, like Rick said, you're, you're, you've been, you have now become family. They're inviting you to the freaking, you, you should have 200 Christmas parties to visit every year because they want you to be there. I mean, that's the yes. cool guy. It, that's why this thing is smart. And, and that doesn't happen if they don't know your face. If you're not like these guys in construction, I'm like, dude, there's no reason you don't snap a picture of the progress two or three, four times a day and send it to them. They're at work. They get to look down. They're like, I'm telling you, three videos of Facebook Live on the project every day. These people are online looking at it. They're sending that link and telling people, oh, man, dude's working on my house right now. Here's the Facebook. Go look at it. And then and they're sending it to everybody. Tag them. Tag their friends. It's like, and it's all free. Shit. We used to have to pay like three, four grand for the phone book for a freaking little quarter page <laughs> and you had to pay, you had, you were locked in and never got a freaking call from it. <laughs> there was no, I'm going to change it right now. It's like, it's already done. <laughs> and send a collection agent after you. The first <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to quit. You can't do it. No, you're, you're done, man. Like the IRS back then, for I'm sure. Telling these, yes. yeah, I'm telling you guys, it's like, man, you guys have no clue how easy, maybe that's the problem. It's so freaking easy. They're not taking advantage of it. And yeah. the economy has been good for so long that that, Right now, it's going to weed out a lot of the people that shouldn't have been in business. Yeah, this is the time not to be lazy. This is the time to step up your game and make sure they know who you are. They know you have a family. They know you need to be taken mm -hmm. care of, too. I mean, I know what, as a business here, because we're, we're essential, we haven't been impacted very badly um, from this change yet. We expect that the trickle-down effect is going to slowly start yeah. impacting everybody. But we've also made, it, made major attempts to reach out to anybody we've had in our, in our, in our matrix over the years that are ex-clients. You know, we've got one of our clients owns restaurants. So we're buying extra food from him and giving it to our field workers and stuff to give him something to sell. Yeah. Give our guys in the field who likely have second jobs at restaurants like his, but they can't do them anymore because they're yeah. not open. You got to start helping your community and let people know you're helping your community. But if you've recreated relationships with your, with any of your customers like that, they're going to help lift you up. They're going to, instead of cutting the pool guy, they're going to cut the lawn guy. Instead, yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, you can, you can control that, but you control your destiny. And if you've got the relationship with the family and you know who their kids are and you've talked to them, like that change, that's, that's game changer for everybody. Your Absolutely. family, your family. And uh, you know, cause first and foremost, we like, if you're a pool guy, it doesn't matter what it is, dentist, dance teacher, doesn't matter. If, 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 if someone's getting their pool cleaned or getting, getting a pool built, if your brother is the pool guy, he's better be, unless you, unless there's something going on there, the, he's going to do it. Or if it's your cousin, or if it's your best friend from school, you're going to hire that guy before you hire anybody else when it's almost equal. I mean, you can go yeah. one way or the other. And if, if they don't build the pool, they're going to ask, hey, who do you know? Do we know someone that builds the pool? And you, you start with yourself first and your immediate family and you work your way out. And that's why you, it, so that's why you got to build that relationship because we do business with people we know, like, and trust. We know, like, and trust people who are just like us. So you got to, you got to be building that. And it's yeah. just, and, and, and with the internet and everything, it just makes it so much easier. What's the one thing to get them motivated, do you think, Brian? If you're, these people that are sitting there listening right now who haven't been doing what you guys have been talking about and they're, they want to scale their business or they want to, you know, get their first hire or find, you know, get an office manager or whatever. What's the one thing that you can tell them to get them off their butts and do something. Well, before I answer that, let me say this, it's because Rick had mentioned it was uh, right now with the, the COVID-19 and all that crap, depending on when you're listening to this is, uh, is we, we've been fortunate. We've had a lot of work scheduled. Uh, and so a lot of that fear factor is like, I, 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 when I did that podcast Saturday, I told people, I said, you know, when we hang up, when we get offline right now, is take a sheet of paper, sit down with a couple of people. And I want you to start brainstorming and I want you to write down all the people this is benefiting right now because the people working for Amazon are making a lot of money right now. Uh, fire department and police officers, they're doing a lot of overtime. They're making a lot of money right now. Uh, doctors and nurses, there's a lot of people right now making a lot of extra money. It ain't all gloom and doom. And I want those numbers because those are the people you're going to really start focusing on when you're doing your Facebook ads and YouTube ads and Google ads is all those people who got a lot of extra money coming in right now. So it ain't all bad. The other thing is I wanted people to do us is look, is especially right now with the stimulus package, whatever it is, you've got to ask around, you've got to do your research, any benefit, any 
anything that they're offering, I want you to take advantage of, whether you think you need it or not, take advantage of it right now. Because like Rick said, when it starts twinkling down, it may be next month or the month after to where you start slowing down. And don't, I, that, when you need it, it's not when I want you to start calling up. I want you to take advantage of it right now. But to get people to take advantage of it is if the whole thing is, is you know, I, I got a whole program. Is that, you know, I've taught martial arts for over 35 years. And when I sold my first business, it was because I wrote several programs. It was mental martial art, depend, defend yourself against your toughest opponent, you. Uh, I'm not a fan of the whole motivation, positive thinking and that crap. I mean, some of it's good, but in reality is you know, you'll hit the snooze button 10 times before you get up. If the fire alarm goes up, your ass is up immediately. You got to find out you're getting out of the house because of the fear. That's your fear will sell 10 times faster than anything else. And it's because the brain has two purposes. Keep us alive, keep us safe. So you almost have to scare yourself into taking action. Uh, I used to do these dream boards on all this positive stuff that you want. That's not enough. You got to know, and, and here's the thing is Archimedes years ago said, give me a lever long enough and a fulcrum on which to place it and I could move the world. Meaning that lever, if you, if you dig underneath whatever it is that you want to pick up and you got a fulcrum on which to, to place it. And for me, it's like that, what you're trying to pick up is your dream, it's your business, how big you want your business to be, all of that stuff. And that fulcrum is the knowledge and the knowledge is there on the internet, it's all free, but it's that, that lever. The longer you can make that lever, the easier it's gonna to be to lift up whatever it is you're trying to lift up. It's that lever is your why, because if you don't have a big enough why, you won't get out of bed. You've gotta tell yourself right now, the same way you're writing down all the good stuff, you've gotta fill that sheet up with all the bad stuff losing your house, losing your employees, your wife. I'm not a fan of what's going on right now. I don't want to get into the politics of it, but I'm sorry, but what we're doing to the country right now is going to ruin millions of families for generations to come because so many people are going to go bankrupt. So many businesses are going to close. People are going to be turning to alcohol, more drugs, more families are going to be fighting because of the financial, more divorces, which are going to ruin children for generations to come. But you've got to write all that down. If I don't take these action steps every day, here's what's going to happen because it's, it's that bad. If you don't get your ass up and take action, this is what's going to happen. You've got to be honest with yourself. Write down all the negative stuff that you know is going to happen. It's, you're not making that truck payment, they're repoing it. All of that stuff. The kids, everything. You've got to know why you're getting out of bed. You've got to know why you're making these videos. You've got to know why you're listening to Rick and Dave's podcast. You've got to know all of that stuff. And you've got to remind yourself in a bad way of what's going to happen. Because you'll take more action to avoid negativity than you will to gain positive. Good point. I like that, Brian. That's good. I think the other thing we got to make sure guys are doing in this market, we the the pool industry so far is is literally insulated so far from this from the major impact of COVID. But we're but it's going to come back. It's going to get to us at some point. We've been given a little bit of insulation time before we have to make action plans. But we need to make sure we're not reacting to the problem. We need to make sure we're planning ahead of the problem. So, for instance, cash flow. You can't react to I no longer have any cash. You have to plan right now how you're going to have cash. If you don't plan now, it literally, if you have, for instance, if you have a line of equity that's available on your house and you know you're going to have some future payment problems, pull that line today and put it in your checking account. Don't do anything with it, but have it. Because guess what happens when the real estate market goes and loses 30 to 40%? They shut your home equity line, okay? You, those, are, those are just simple planning efforts, right? That could have been real simple. I could, well, I'm fine right now. I don't need the money. You don't know what you're going to need in three or four months. So you better start planning today. If you react in three or four months and then you call your bank and say, Hey, I'd like to pull 30 grand out of my home equity line. You're going to say, sorry, we feel like the value of your house has dropped. That equity line is no longer yours. Right? So those are simple little planning factors. Like you get same thing with the potential stimulus package. that's coming from the government. Read those rules, figure out what the options are. Doesn't matter if you don't need it. You better have it. If yep. you don't need it, you can always put it back. But if yep. you don't have the opportunity to gain it and then you need it, it's not the right time. You cannot react to all these things. You have to start planning your business. You have to know what the rules are. I am a, I'm a, about a $15 million a year business. I spent all day Friday reading through all that paperwork, understanding what that meant, affected how it would impact me. I'm not hanging out at the house at the pool party because everybody had to go home because we can't work. I'm figuring out how to make sure all of my families that work for me are gonna be working in six months, right? Mm -hmm. that's, what the, that's the thing you gotta be doing. And like you said, it's probably more out of fear than it is out of benefit. Yep. My fear yep. is I don't want to go through what I went through last time. I don't want to try to find a way to leverage everything I own so I can keep making payroll. I want to make sure I have enough payroll in the bank 
accessible to me today that I can keep doing what I'm doing as a business. And so the people that work for me can keep doing what they do for their lives, right? It's, it's hugely important that we're planning ahead and looking at every opportunity in front of us. Like Brian said, regardless of the politics of what's happening, you can't get locked up in that bullshit. What you have to figure out is this is what has happened. Mm-hmm. How does it affect yep. me? What can I do right now to take the biggest benefit from how it affects me? If you don't, you're going to miss those benefits too. And then you're going to be the guy going, shit, three months ago, I should have filled out that paperwork for that stimulus package. And now it's all gone. And yep. now I'm the company that's going out of business and I failed my family. I failed my employees and I failed myself because now yep. I'm going to go look for a job in an economy that sucks. Yep. Right. So we, you got to be planning ahead. You got to, this, this is hustle time right now. I, I see a lot of people like, Oh, I'm not working, hanging out on my butt, sitting at home. <laughs> <laughs> Use that time. Don't you know, yes. enjoy your family, enjoy some of that. But instead of being frustrated by your kids driving you nuts, get in your, go in your home office, sit down in front of your computer, put your headphones on, learn something. Yeah. Increase yes. the benefit you can provide to your community and the benefit you can provide to your business and company. And more importantly, the benefit you can provide to your bottom line and do it right now because you've got more time on your hands, get it done. Cause Look, it's that we nobody knows what's going to happen, right? We can all presume, but we've seen some changes in our economy. We've seen how the markets have changed. Nobody has seen this. Never. Before, when I had him on this morning on our podcast, said, "You know what? This is like 9/11 and 08 all yeah, at the same combined. time, because it was almost instantaneous, and we have absolutely no control over it. In 08, we had some control, and it was going pretty fast. 9/11, obviously, we had absolutely no control. It happened overnight." This is kind of a mix of that right now. We really don't know where this is going to shake out. We know that we're not getting good information from across the world because we've got some countries acting as if they have no problems. We have our country who has now surpassed all countries somehow, even though we're a third of the population of somebody like China. The information is mixed. Don't get caught up in information. Get what's happening today. What can it do to benefit you? How is it going to impact your business? And adjust today and start planning ahead. So yes. there's, there's something that came out of this discussion on the service end of things that I think is really important. And you brought it out, Rick. And that is how easy it is to get into the service business. I mean, literally a guy with a pair of board shorts and flip flops and a tank top can (laughs) go go get a business license, uh, take that business license, open up an account at distribution and voila, he's a pool. He's, he's servicing pools legally. It's not like the HVAC trade. You can't do that. You can't just go down to the, get a business license, go to the supply house, get a can of Freon and some tools and, and say, I'm an HVAC contractor. And so that's in particularly in this market, I think that's going to be a challenge for uh, the the people who are experienced and, and deserve to stay in this business. There's always going to be that pool of bottom feeders and, and, uh, and, and they, they drag the industry down. They, they, create a, a, a system of low self-esteem among this segment of the industry in general, and they create very low expectations of us in the customers and, and even pool builders, like Rick mentioned some of his problems that he has with service people, and, and he's right. But there, that doesn't mean that we're all that guy. We're, there are a lot of professionals, there are a lot of people that are taking advantage of every opportunity to educate themselves and do better. But it's now more than ever really important for us to learn how to distance ourselves from the lowest common denominator. Yeah. Well, you have to separate yourself. I mean, if if you think of all the, the uh, simple benefits we provide ourselves like pool service, lawn maintenance, car maintenance, all those things, the one thing that everybody, one, they don't notice anything wrong with it quickly Two, they think they can manage themselves as pool service. It's real simple, guys. Yeah. I can walk out front. My grass got three inches taller over the week. It needs to get mowed. I can't stop that from happening. But I looked out my window before I left the house. The pool was still blue. I don't need Joe. Yeah. I cut $100 out of my monthly expenditures. I can get rid of Joe because I don't feel like he's providing a benefit to me because I never see Joe. I never talk to Joe. My pool's always blue. It must do that on its own. Now, if you talk to them all the time and you keep in touch with your customer and you create that relationship and you also let them know what you've been doing to maintain their pool over time, they'll see there's a lot more going on there. And I think it's critical at this point to not be that guy because you're right. The barrier to entry to pool service is as low as you could possibly yep. get. I mean, you can, yep. it's harder to get a job at McDonald's flipping hamburgers than it is to start pushing pool poles in a swimming pool. I mean, it's really, right. um, if, you've, if you've got a personality, you can get jobs left and right, even though you're going to screw up their pool. So it's, yep. it's, but it's also one of the easiest ones to get well-educated on and understand very well. There's so much online information. You literally could be the best pool expert in the world 
in probably a weekend if you spent time yeah. comparatively to your to the rest of the people in the industry. Not that there's not great guys out there, but if you when you spend if you would spend a weekend learning about pools, learning about ozone, learning about saturation index, learning about how chemicals, learning about startups, learning all those little parts and pieces, you would make yourself so much more valuable. And then you start working towards working with the manufacturers like Pentair and Hayward and Jandy when they put on a, a, a seminar and you go learn about heaters and pool pumps and all the parts because now you can start servicing those things too. Now, you, now you're just that much better. Instead of saying, hey, your, your heater's not working, I'll call a service guy. Mm -hmm. say, hey, I just saw your heater yeah. wasn't working. I opened it up. It looks like it's got a high temp sensor problem. Would you like me to order that part? It's $17, but I'm going to charge you $90. I'm going to charge you $125 for my time. It's going to take me six minutes, but you don't know that. Now I just made 200 bucks by telling the customer I can fix their heater. And it's before they even realized it was broken. But yeah. instead, you're going to get a pissed off customer calling you with a heater that doesn't work. And you don't have a solution because you're going to call a warranty or you're going to have to call a pool service guy and yeah. hope he shows up in a couple of days. Well, not like that, but if you, don't, if you don't warn him in the advance, when, it, when the heater does break down, he's looking at you going, well, shit, man, you clean it every week. Didn't you see it? Didn't you know? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So, Rick, you've hit on a number of topics that we've uh, have yeah. podcasts recorded already or are in the process of. Uh, almost every one of those topics you just listed are things that we're going to go into more in depth with, with the pool. We absolutely podcast. are. Yes. Yeah. And perfect example and why if you're in the pool service industry, you need to jump on this podcast and, and like the, yes. like the YouTube page, click on that little bell. Cause every time one goes yeah. up on YouTube, it's going to send you a text message and say, Hey, Mrs. Cavanaugh's back out there doing a whole nother seminar. Let's yep. go. It doesn't matter what it is. They're not going to cover anything, but it's going to benefit you somehow. Cause if, if it's something you don't know today, learn from it. You, yes. You'll be surprised. And if you need I'll, some motivation and you need a little kick in the yep. butt, then you can go to the contractorscontractor.com <laughs> yep. and you can sign up for his programs, yep. have some accountability. Absolutely. But, and not only that, but it's like Rick's in the trenches, Michelle. I mean, they, we've been there. We've done it. So many contractors for these last, I don't know, five or 10 years. I mean, their heart is in the right place, but they get taken advantage of by these marketing bullshit gurus, people who don't have effing clue. And I'm like, please guys, if you're listening to this right now, if you know, you got to reach out to us. I mean, when I tell people all the time, it's like, man, I don't care. Send me an email, text me, ask, say, Hey, this guy's telling me this, that, or that. I'll, I have no problems, you know, warning you. So you don't get taken advantage of because right. there's so many people out there. The internet is good and bad. I mean, if people's going to take advantage of the situation, they're going to try to get money yes. from you. That's their job. I mean, God bless them. But for me, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, self-appointed guy. It's like, because I, I've been where they're at. And uh, you spend so much money in an area and you give these guys money that give you all these promises and none of it comes. And I'm like, ah, if they're listening to this, they've got to reach out to us before they go off on these tantrums and chase the rabbit down the hole, get, being promised shit that ain't ever going to come out. I mean, it's, yes. it's like, we're here. Reach us. Reach us. <laughs> The seminars that, that Rick's talking about, the podcast that you guys can educate yourself of, there's no reason for you not to reach out. Yes. Well, the online forums that are out there right now, there's so many online forums in the pool service yes. industry that, and most of them are, mo are monitored and mentored by guys that are skilled in their industry. I know Dave, you do some of that. I know like we're on those sites. We go in, we answer questions. People can throw a question out that we don't know an answer to. There's somebody else that's managed that problem. Like yes. there's so much access to information and it's also information you can, you don't have to buy a 400 page book to find the one part of the chapter you're looking for. Yeah. Google the question or find the right people to talk to and ask the question. Cause you'll get instant response from somebody that might have 10 times the education you have, or had that problem happen two or three times to them. And the solution is simple, or even more importantly, they might connect you to the person you needed to talk to. When I have an ozone problem, Hey, I'm looking for an ozone answer. They're going to go, Hey, Dave Rockwell, they tag him in the, in the post. Next thing you know, Dave Rockwell's on there answering an, a specific answer to a problem they're having. You, that information is priceless. And now you, you, you make yourself into the expert for the client too, because you're getting information almost instantaneously from a guy with a PhD and what you're looking for. So yeah, like, like Michelle said, cause it's, as the tide comes in, all boats are rise. So the, the more we help each other, lift each other up, we're all charging more. I mean, I hate to say it because we're all homeowners, but the homeowner has been taking advantage of the service industry for a long time because we let them. Yep. We've got to stop that. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. Yeah, well, I want to thank you so much, Brian, for coming on today. I mean, this has been 
I, when I was looking at your site and everything, I just thought you were so interesting. So I, I think you could speak to this group of people for sure. Cause I think you, you, like you said, you've been there, you've done it, you understand it and you speak their language. So I want to just thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Um, we really appreciate it. You want to have a final word before we go? Uh, it's, you know, it's, I want everybody that's listening to this podcast is you've got to inundate yourself you know, with, with yourself, Michelle, with Dave, with, with Rick, with like-minded people who've been there, who only want to lift you up. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the better we all are, the, it, it just makes the world a better place in all honesty, but you know, they're willing to, you, you're not going to lower your prices. And that's the whole thing. When you start getting in that com competition mode to, you know, try to see who wins the race to the bottom, it's, it, it, it's no good for anybody. Because the homeowner's not going to win because you, you are, you're going to cut corners. You're going to do stuff shitty. You're not going to take advantage. You know, you're not going to be, doing what you should do for them. You're not going to be looking at, like Rick said, you're not going to be noticing that the pool heater needs servicing. And if you service it right now, you're going to save $3,000 because I can do some work to it right now that's going to give it another five years. All of that, you're not going to do it. We have to raise the standards. We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. That's yes. my only input. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you, Brian. A new voice in the industry, a resource for all, education for you. This is Pool Pro Podcast. Build relationships and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure. Pool Pro Podcast. Backyard adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.